Arkansas. Back for another episode. You ready, Aaron? I'm ready. All right. This week we are smoking the Kristoff Vengeance, um, which is one of my favorite Kristoffs. Aaron, you've had this one a few times? I've had it a few times. It's not one that I smoke often. It uh, seems like I say that every damn time when we say it. Have it a does cigar. seem like you say that every time. Um, but when I'm smoking a Kristoff, I go something else. But I know this was in Doug's uh, top of his quality in inexpensive sticks yeah so i think i've had one since that episode's come out um but yeah it's really good we're just lit them up you know five ten minutes ago and got them burning and getting it going well the reason we are smoking the Kristoff tonight is because we have a special guest mr guillermo alvarez what's up guys how you doing buddy doing good man great good. great to be back yeah we're glad to have you appreciate it um so how long you been with uh Christoph? Um, June was a year, so June, July, September, yeah. Yeah. That, a little nice. over a year. Yeah. It's been great, man. It has been great. We really enjoyed having you as a rep. I appreciate so, it. Uh, you, do, you do a great job for us. Man, I want to say Arkansas was one of my first trips out when yeah. I first started, so it was it was nice to meet y'all, and it's been great since. That's cool, man. Well, yeah, we love this cigar. This uh, I think you introduced us to this vengeance, mm-hmm. um, and, and so... We started carrying it shortly after, and uh, it's been a good seller for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started in June, and it was just about to release at the trade show. Yeah. So it's, it's been here for, for a year almost as well. I mean, for over a year now. Yeah, a little over. Yep, yep. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, what you did before you got into the cigar business. So believe it or not, man, cars were my passion before, and uh, my dream was to have like my automotive shop, kind of like, you know, same style chip foos, you know, yeah. or, or something automotive, like even like Jesse James on the bike yeah, yeah. bike side. I was a I was more of a painter guy. Um, uh, working in the booth, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. Painting was, was my favorite thing. Obviously, body work and stuff, it's nice, but it just I'm a little more time-consuming, you yeah. know? Laying the paint's a little easier, but it still has a technique. Um, so I kind of... You know, followed that career path for a while. I uh, went to tech school and and got out of there and started working dealerships. You know, because you know it's kind of where you where you start off. You know, you start right. making some money, um, but you you quickly realize that you know you have your goods and bad bad months there too. Yeah. So one of my buddies he called me and he was like, "Hey man, I'm working at the Transit there in Dallas, Dart," and I was like, "Man, I don't want to I don't want to work on fleet. You know, it's not as fun as it's not, you know, it's not as sexy. No, yeah. no, absolutely not." <laughs> Um, but 20 years old, what they were paying to start off, you know, I went out there and pretty much did nine years there. Yeah. Um, but in, in between that time, I started getting, uh, into cigars. I was living in downtown Dallas and, uh, my apartment, I was on the 21st floor and I had a sunroom and the two windows opened up. Nice. So I had a really nice view and, uh, that's when I kind of just started, you know, buying cigars. I was always scared, I guess, intimidated to go into the cigar shops and, and, and purchase my own stuff there. So I just d- did a lot of online and uh, just did a lot of research and reading and stuff like that. So yeah. that's slowly how I started getting into it. Then uh, I ended up moving out, moved in with my uh, girlfriend, which is my wife now. And uh, one day I was at a cigar shop picking up some cigars uh, for a buddy of mine because he didn't smoke. Uh, anything non-infused so i was like man i don't have anything yeah so i picked some up and as soon as i got in the car i saw a now hiring sign at cigar shop so i decided to you know inquire and 
I think it took like two months, and I finally got a job in there. Yeah. And uh, the cool thing about it is when I pretty much set my appointment to go interview, the guy told me, he's like, hey, man, uh, we're having an event this Friday. Why don't you come and uh, you know, join us, and then we'll talk and see see what it's all about, see if you like it. I walk in, and Glenn Case is in there doing a Kristoff event. Nice. So, yeah, fast that forward. Destined, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy. Crazy, crazy. So here we are. I uh, part-time two years, two years in cigar shops and uh, kind of fell at the right place at the right time with my previous employer and mm-hmm. the rest of been history, man. I love yeah. it. What was the shop you started working at? Up in Smoke. Up in Smoke. Yeah. Nice. It's a good shop. So yeah, you, you can, we, we can tell you're kind of a car guy just by the car you drive. <laughs> and I've seen some of your, uh, your pictures and stuff on social media. Yeah. yeah. So tell us what you, what you're in, man. Uh, I'm into everything on four wheels really man yeah like even if it's a tricked out van i'll look at it but you know depending <laughs> depending on what it is uh, i'm really really into the porsche not even the newer stuff but even some of the old classic yeah, stuff yeah. um i mean i love muscle cars but i think uh you know porsche german or italian would be uh more of my my cup of tea there yeah Obviously, I was growing up, and it was into the body kits and stuff like mm-hmm. that with the Hondas. So I have a big Honda background. Yeah. Still drive a, a Acura. Yeah. So. Uh, it's 2008, man, but it's my road warrior. It hasn't yeah. given me any problems, but yeah. I love it. It's a good-looking car. Yeah. You take care of it. You can tell. Oh, I try to, yeah. 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 I've got a sweet wagon. <laughs> sweet. Yeah. The, uh, I was kind of surprised when they were when I, uh, we were talking about the Subaru and... Um, they classify it as a wagon. I yeah. didn't really see it that way. I thought it'd be like a crossover, but it's a wagon. Hell, it saves my insurance. That's just a really. Oh God, yeah. That's so nice. funny story, man. I used to have a Honda Waggle van. Yeah, I've nice. heard of those. Mm. It was a it was a old, early '90s uh, Honda Civic, but it was it was in Japan. They called the Honda Shuttle, and it was actually like van slash wagon they had like the sliding door or? no it didn't have sliding doors mm. it was you know four door with a hatch but it was ugly as hell and i've got i've got a soft spot for uh hang on that's the one nice uh, yeah. it's a four-door hatchback i've never seen that yeah. i mean mine was pretty much like the second picture there yeah the white one lowered with the big wheels lowered, I, I put a uh i think it was a 99 2000 honda gsr came off the integra yeah. engine in there um, yeah, it was, it was pretty fast, man. It was, it was a Hemi killer for sure. Nice. Yeah. yeah don't, don't judge a wagon, right? Oh uh, man, I've always had a soft <laughs> spot for uh, for wagons and hatchbacks. Hatchbacks. Yeah. I love oh, no. like a Golf you, GTI or something like that. That's you got to have four doors on this thing for all the ass you're hauling, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You didn't hear that, wife? <laughs> Cigars, I'm hauling. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, what were you saying? I forget. I would, oh, I would, the Golf GTI. Yeah, yeah, like that Golf D, Golf GTI is just. Yeah. I mean, if you like hatchbacks, that's just like the. One, I like that car. I think tier. it's a cool yeah. car. You know, there's a Golf GTI. They call it the, the R. Yeah. yeah. And it's a Lambo killer. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen videos online, but oh, they're crazy. Yeah. Whoops, Lambos on the track. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. Those things are sweet. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, I need to look into getting one of those. Yeah. I know enough where like <laughs> if something breaks though, I gotta take it to the shop. I can't. I can't fix shit. Like yeah. I get all cocky if uh, the gas lights on, be like, ah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take 
That's, so. that's the extent of your mechanical yeah. abilities. Yeah, as like uh, Mitch Hegberg said, you know, I have to whip out my uh, toolbox, a.k.a. wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I You know, I don't work on cars either, um, but it's it's mainly because I don't have time, and then there's no telling what else I would mess up by fixing whatever it was that I thought was wrong. So I just don't do it. You know, I'm yeah. fairly mechanically inclined. It's just not... It's just not something I do all the yeah. time, you know. So I used to have the the uh, Toyota Tacoma McFly edition. Had to change the like some belt, like was took it out really a McFly. Yeah, it was McFly edition. Took out like twenty Can things. You look this up too. And like <laughs> I had like a I still had like half a bucket of parts left over <laughs> when you got done. <laughs> Ran fine. Yeah, I mean those Toyotas were yeah. like, are built to you know go through hell. Oh, and absolutely, back. man. Toyota Tacoma McFly edition. Yeah, but it was, it was black, had the Casey lights up up top. Oh, yeah, I see it. A little bit of a lift. Looks like they're going to re-release it. Uh-oh. Let's see it. Yep, so mine looks like, uh, I guess the second row on the left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like the mid-2000s? No, it was a, uh, no, it was actually like, uh, when, when Back to the Future come out, 89? Oh, damn. So it was an 89. Yeah, that's an older version of it. 89, yeah. 90, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bet that thing's still running, though. Oh, yeah. Probably. I don't know who has it anymore, but yeah, it probably. Really? Yeah, Casey Lice had the, had the badge up front and said McFly. It'll have like a... Uh, Straight cut sticker in the back. That's mm. right. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say a uh, Kansas City Chiefs sticker yeah. or Royals <laughs> yeah, or something. It's going gonna, gonna to have something on it. Yeah. 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 So can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead, man. So like, what what would be your like dream car right now? Like, you know, something reasonable, not nothing... Um, Bugatti or something. Probably um, like an early 70s Chevelle. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm big into muscle cars like that. I don't own any right now because I just don't have the money to, but I would love to own one of those. Um, If I was going to buy like a new car, a 4Runner, I drive a 4Runner now. I absolutely love my 4Runner. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's an 05. It's an older version. Still runs great. Yeah. But I would love to have a brand new 4Runner. That's probably if I buy another car. Anytime soon, yeah, it'd be that or the the pickup if I think I need a bed for some reason. So, what do you think about that Voodoo Blue? That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's I like pretty it cool looking. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, don't know what we're cool. talking about, do you? Like what the Voodoo Blue? What? No, <laughs> it's a new color they did this this past year, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm guessing it's blue. 2019 models, I think. Oh, yeah, it's Voodoo. Really? Dude, is it is sweet. it dark or light? It's like around the middle. Hey, Search it up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google it up. Yeah. So if you're on your phones right now, pause. Voodoo blue, voodoo blue. Yeah, this thing is sick. Yeah, it came out in the uh, the FJ Cruiser first. Oops. Oh, is it? It's not the same blue, is it? Yeah. Really? It, that's the first one they released it in. Oh. So I love those FJs. I wish yeah, they cool. kept making yeah, those. Yeah, they stopped making those. I was kind of upset when they did that too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll I'll say I he can probably correct us if we're wrong, but one of our followers, Tacoma John, I'm pretty sure that's the color of his. Tacoma. I know you're going to be listening to it, so... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, reach out if it is or isn't. It's a cool color, man. Voodoo Blue Forerunner. Dude, this is the car I need to buy. It's TRD go. Pro. There you go. This is it, dude. But that that's your that's your dream car, if you could have whatever? If I was going to buy one, like right now, it would either be the Forerunner or the Tundra, um, like a newer car. But if I was going to buy any car, it'd probably be a seventy early 70s Chevelle. Yeah. 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 What about you? 
Um, I've always loved the the DB9 Aston. That's gonna be something reasonable. He, yeah, that's he, reasonable. He, that's not reasonable. It things like two hundred thousand dollars. No, uh, reasonable. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends on what year. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like the the old James Bond. I mean, he drove the that's Vengeance. The DB5. Yeah. Well, I mean, any of the Aston Martin. That's just my been my favorite. Like, okay. like everybody growing up, you know, the kids had the Lambo posters on the wall. Always had the the Aston. That's that was yeah, mine. Nice. That was that was mine. But I don't know. I, I don't really. I just want something that's good, reliable. Like I want peace of mind. That's what I care about. Like I never once thought I would have a, a Subaru. Yeah. But honestly, I had a Volvo S60 beforehand. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that Subaru over that anytime. And oh the, yeah. The ride's so much better. I yeah. mean, just that it sticks to the ground. And then eventually, whenever we get a newer one, I'm just going to turn that into a rally car. So <laughs> 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 and turn that go everywhere. Hell yeah. Uh, what is it? The statistics like um, Subaru has more cars that are twelve years old or older on the road than any other company. Yeah, I'm sure, man. It's I mean, unreal. I mean, there's a bunch of people here who have them, and like, yeah, I just ticked over two hundred thousand miles. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I just we just clicked nine thousand on ours. Yeah. So I'm at one hundred and seventy plus in my Forerunner. What year is it? It's oh five. Oh five. Mm-hmm. Nice. I got one fifty nine. Okay. Oh wait, yeah, but I'm doing probably a little more driving than you are right yeah, now. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, are you into motorcycles at all? I am. I am. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw you. You were at the yeah, so we Christoph motorcycle event. Yeah, we just did a, a motorcycle rally um, in Oklahoma, Edmond. Um, Glenn and I rented some bikes out and we, we went out for nice. a nice little ride, man. What'd you ride? Uh, Harley Street Glide. Oh, nice. I've been yeah. looking at those. They're nice, man. I mean, they're pretty comfortable. Yeah. That was that was my first time ever uh, riding a street glide, so just kind of getting getting on it was was it's like it's pretty big, man. It's a pretty big bike. I'm more of a cross rocket guy. I used to have a yeah a ZSXR Ninja, and I had that for about three years, man. I loved it. Kind of set the last year, so I sold it, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get something bigger and better, and never did. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I I started out sport bike with the GSXR 600, and now yeah, I'm, yeah. now I'm cruiser so right now indians having a special on their uh on the scout bobber yeah like brand new like yeah 10.5 and see same thing i mean i'm 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 more of a sport bike guy i I wouldn't mind getting another one i just wouldn't be able to ride super long distance anymore yeah Yeah. um it kills your wrist yeah but uh after riding the street guy man i loved it comfortable but it still wasn't as fun as something a little smaller yeah yeah. Yeah. so even like a like a street bob some some style like Mm -hmm. that that's that would be more on my end there. Yeah. But, man, you see these guys hauling cross-country on these big old Harleys, man. I don't see why. There's a uh, there's a Harley Ultra Classic that's in the museum in Milwaukee at the at the Harley mm-hmm. headquarters. It has a million miles on it. It's still the original engine. Wow. wow. With a million miles. They've replaced parts, but the yeah. motor is still the same. Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's crazy. unreal. Yeah. I imagine how many tires... Oh that man! Is. How many tire swaps? Are Tires, oil changes. Yeah. Uh, I mean everything. Pants, seat. <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah, 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 you're gonna run pants out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You're riding that many miles. I mean, that's you're covering some ground. Yeah. Well, it's like I don't think my dad's bike has thirty thousand miles on it. Yeah. I mean, that's and to me, that's a lot of miles on a bike if yeah. you're just a, a weekend warrior. Not on a Harley though. Yeah, but I mean, if you have guys that ride, that's their everyday rider. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be be nothing like that. Yeah. But, I mean, if I knew if I had a bike again, I'd ride it every damn day. Doesn't matter on the weather or the rain. Yeah. 
You want the yeah. uh, 883 iron? How, 883. Yeah, but honestly, oh, since sick. since I since I saw that that Scout Bobber, I think that's still in the bike. Yeah. Yeah, it looks better. Yeah, I think you not seen it. I think uh-huh. that's the way. I think that's the way I want to go now. It's a Google machine, boys. <laughs> Man, that that Scout Bobber though, it's because it comes in that flat black and has like a the short mm-hmm. fender on the backside, kind of a cafe racer style. I like sits that. Sits low, but man. It my pl- brother's my brother's building a cafe racer out of a CB500 mm. Honda, so hopefully uh, we get to see that out soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to get the all black one. Oh yeah, oh, flat yeah. black. Yeah. yeah, I hate chrome, so no chrome whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. It's a good looking bike. That's some beefy tires, man. Hey, beefy man. That's right. Have some beefy tires. <laughs> that's what I was say, yeah. <laughs> so my dad has a has an eighteen hundred VTX, and that's a that's a that's big, a big bike. That's a big bike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dry weight. It's like seven and a quarter or something. Oh yeah. That's like the street glide and the road glide. I mean, those things are humongous they just put that new motor in them this last year yeah and they're oh the new they uh, are the, the milwaukee 107 or no that's been that's been a while ago it's uh i can't think what it is anyway it, it was uh the 19 models when they came out it was a brand new motor mm. they just put in them so man the first harley i ever rode was a uh, v-rod yeah that thing, that's man. a different that that's a, a different monster. harley yeah. oh yeah yeah what do you think of the new electric harley have you seen that uh-uh Oh my gosh! It's like a super super live wire. Live wire, yeah. Mm. It, I mean, it looks like a Harley, but it it's like a Prius Honda or a Prius Harley, full electric. Oh wow! Oh, that looks pretty sick. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's like cafe racer style too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So what? I've watched multiple videos. What of they it. call neo neo racers now? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, it looks good. I've watched uh, multiple videos of it, and when they're on it and they like hit the accelerator, mm-hmm. it doesn't like like a Harley. It's like a, like a, like a scooter. Kinda. It's it's a little more manly than a scooter, but like it sounds like an electric motor. Yeah, like I mean it's just super it, super wound up. Yeah, it's just, oh, man, and it's instant torque. torque monster, yeah. yeah, instant torque. You're just gone. Yeah, yeah. It, it just. It's like uh, those Teslas. I mean, oh, yeah. you're zero yeah, to 60 in 1.9. Mode or whatever it's called. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see that little uh, Tesla roaster out. Yeah, That's going to be That's nice. going to be cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the cigar. Yeah, man. Um, so the Christoph Vengeance. This is a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. Mm-hmm. USA Connecticut Broadleaf. USA Connecticut. Yes, sir. There we go. Uh, Indonesian binder and then fillers from Nicaragua and Dominican Republic. Yep. Um. Christoph Vengeance is a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich notes of dark roast espresso beans, sweet mocha, graham cracker, spice, and a long, creamy cocoa finish. What a great description. Mm. Uh, the Vengeance is nothing short of delectable. That's right, man. That's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes a little right up. <laughs> <laughs> no, this tasty. thing is great, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot, man. Whenever, uh, whenever we released it, you know, I really didn't get a chance to smoke it until trade show, and I was really impressed. Um, it's medium to full, but it has a lot of medium notes to it yeah. that just make the, the flavor notes just come yeah. out. Yeah, it doesn't have a it's ton not, of spice that overpowers no, no, everything else. No. Yeah, you, absolutely. you really get that really nice cocoa note to it. Oh, it's yeah. It's just great. And people could obviously, you know, get kind of scared away just looking at the wrapper. But I'm like, man, just wait. Cut it. Look at the blend itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll, you'll see, you know, it's not going to be just 
dark wrap, you know, just spice bomb or something. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah it, do, it doesn't smoke as dark as it looks. It, it's it's rich, but a nice Absolutely. smooth with it. It's not a it's not a robust that just grabs you by the throat. It's a yeah, like you said that the the cocoa and kind of coffee you do get that burnt kind of that 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 coffee that roasted yeah the roasted flavor mm-hmm. off of it. It's really really nice. Yeah, we call it burnt roasted. I think is right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. good. Uh, Comes in a few sizes. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like the Perfecto is a six and a half by sixty, a six by sixty, just called the six by sixty. Six sixty. And then uh, the Toro is a six and a quarter by fifty four, and the Robusto is a five by fifty. Yeah. So most most of the Christoph line are Robustos a little different. It's a little bit bigger. It's kind of in between the Robusto to Toro. These are actually true sizes, you know, five by fifty robusto, the Toro, the six sixty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the Perfecto, that's that cigar there, man. That the complexity in that cigar just from, you know, the tapered in to yeah. the sixty belly, tapering back out. I mean the flavor notes there are really interesting in that cigar. Um, but yeah, I mean try all of them and you know, see what see what you get from from each one because I think the complexity is is, is there in all of them, but it's just in different times. Yeah, yeah, it changes. That's very, a bit. Yeah, very good. I agree. Uh, what is your favorite cigar of your line? The Sumatra Lancero. That one is really good. Oh, yeah, I love it. We brought that one in, I don't remember when, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started smoking a couple of them. We didn't really tell anybody about them. Yeah. Um, and then once we, like, customers started noticing how often we were smoking them, mm-hmm. and they just started buying them up. Yeah. Mm. It, was a, it was a very big staff cigar for yeah. a while. But again, yeah. like Lancero, yeah. we I think we all like Lanceros. Yeah, here. Yeah, it happens that way when we find something that's really, really good. Yeah, we tend to like smoke a few more of them and mm-hmm. not necessarily <laughs> mention them to everyone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, like, well, half this box is gone, and we have no sales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comp, comp, comp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that's a good cigar. Yeah, that's that's like if everybody asks me, you know, what's your favorite, and out of the whole line. I mean, that if you were to tell me, you just go pick one right now out of all yeah. the sizes we have and everything, Sumatra Lancero is one. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one, and I like the original Maduro. Absolutely. I think that's a great cigar Yeah. Um, in any size. I think that's it's one of the best. And that's that's one of the Maduros I tell people, like, you know, that, oh, I'm more of a medium guy. I'm like, man, if you're, you know, if you're not trying to get into Maduros, be, or if you're kind of worried about getting into Maduros because they're too strong, Try this Maduro. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be overpowering. Good, rich flavors. Nice, medium notes to it. So it's a it's a really good cigar too. Yeah. So one of the things that we do at this shop though is, <clears throat> whenever one of our teams loses, we yeah, smoke one NFL of your cigars. Team, yeah. NFL team. Mm-hmm. We smoke one of your cigars, which is the pissed off. Doesn't matter which size. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But uh, nice. This past week we uh, we sold a lot of pissed off. Nice. And you carry the extreme now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got the big one. So that'll yeah. be your Super Bowl cigar. That, there. Yeah, <laughs> that's for that's for we lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that or for every every guy that's team didn't make the Super Bowl has to smoke one that day. There you go. That'd be that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be a good one. New tradition. Yeah, yeah. get ready, boys. Yeah. So I, I'm just more like disappointed in my team, so I smoked a little pissed off. That's, <laughs> You're not you're not extremely pissed I'm off not, yet. N- not yet. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. By the time you get done with a little pissed off, all right, it's time for the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great cigar too. You know, a lot of Man. people are afraid of it just because of the name, but oh yeah, it's so good. Anybody yeah. could smoke that yeah. thing. Yeah, and I tell the guys the same thing. I mean, yeah. it's it's our it's our fullest 
strength cigar that we make just because of co- the nicotine content is a uh, was a little higher in it um but the blend itself yeah smokes like a medium of full cigar yeah you know take your time with it you'll enjoy it you yeah. know, it's not gonna be super strong yeah um so we are also paired tonight with a stone's throw beer so we want to shout out stone's throw um for the beer yeah, yeah. Uh, delicious. Always, you like it yeah yeah so they always hook us up with something great uh this week we have the amadeus vienna lager um so it's a uh, 24 ibu uh 5 abv um, it's available at both the mac park and stiff station locations um and it's, it their, is, it's one of their year round yeah one of their year round cool. you can get mm-hmm. this at any point yeah um so it says the original amber lager was born in Austria. It's most famous from Mexico. Um, Viva. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is, Vienna is where it began. So um, they kind of put the name together with uh, Mozart mm-hmm. and uh, Vienna together. And so that's where they came up with the name. But it's really good. It's one of my favorite beers that they sell. Yeah. So the, the my favorite beer that I've ever had before this was the base of it yeah mm. um, that they ever made that actually the best beer i've ever had in my whole life this was yeah. the base of it well tell us what the beer was oh it was well it was that one-off that they did for the rep theater it was it was this with cocoa nibs and a little bit of coffee in it oh my god it was just yeah like i i wish i yeah, just we did it at a pairing event yeah like two years ago mm-hmm. and uh right around this time yeah I, it made me want to go to the rep theater not to see the play, but just to drink the <laughs> just beer. Just to get the beer. Yeah. Because that was the only place you can get it other than like one of their locations. They only had they only did like a medium sized keg, but Yeah, it wasn't much. Yeah, but I mean the second I drank that, it's like shit. I gotta get more of this. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Um so what about other cigars? What other cigars do you kinda like? Um, out of our line, I was really surprised with the Cameroon. Before I was working with Christoph that was a cigar that I just kind of overlooked. Never yeah. went to it. Um, and yeah, and you know what? I won't. I won't forget this. I was actually on my way to Arkansas for my first trip out. I had my samples with me, and uh, I happened to reach and, and I saw that uh, the Cameroon Churchill. And I was like, man, yeah, I got about you know five hour drive, whatever it is, and and uh, I lit it up, man. And I fell in love with that cigar at that at that time, man. And yeah, it's it's been great since. Um, but. You know, if I'm smoking uh, something different, you know, we got to do some product research every now and yeah. then. Um, you know, Matt Booth stuff is mm-hmm. is uh, is on my list. Obviously, can't go wrong with the Padron sometimes. You oh, know? yeah. So that's out of my price range. But Let me ask you. So we talked last week about um, mid-price cigars, so anywhere from 10 to $18, right? Because mm. that's a, a, a number most people will buy. 18 is kind of right on the edge of what they'll get. But yeah. I, I made the statement that um, – the Padron 1964 Exclusivo, to me, mm-hmm. is as close to the perfect cigar that's on the market. And that's what, like $14? Uh, somewhere, probably, yeah. F- I mean, I guess every market 14 to yeah. 17, yeah. depending yeah. on where you yeah, get 14, it. 14, 16. 14 yeah. to 17. Yeah. 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 That's that's my favorite. Would you agree? Yeah, that's and that's my favorite yeah. out of the Padron line. Yeah. 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 I, I love that, that size. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think we both shared that one. That yeah, was list. on both the lists, yeah. Oh, I think I shared the cigar together. Yeah, <laughs> we did that too. <laughs> we we laid in a tramped it, met in the middle. Uh, Aaron no, gets yeah, the ash in though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good deal. 
I said Ash, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, 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 you're good. Um, man, honestly, in, in that in that price range there, though, the Kristoff 685 Woodlawn, yeah, and that Perfecto size. I mean, that's that's the best cigar that we make. Yeah, the the blend is uh, you know, it's pretty pretty wild. We have a Cooper wrapper on that, some uh, Dominican Nicaraguan fillers, and that cigar there is uh, it's really good. It the is, construction yeah. is always great. It's a limited cigar we do every year, so mm-hmm. you get a chance to smoke it. Hope you enjoy it, man, because it's a uh, it's a treat. Well, what a lot of guys in the shop here like is, you know, there's some people who they just like really big cigars, and you definitely yeah. have a nice selection of of big boys that they can choose from, like that yeah, that 770 Cristania. Oh, yeah. that thing! Yeah, I, I killed a man. bunch of those. The, yeah. the size, I don't like the size, but the smaller size of that one was is a 660 of that one. We uh, have it in a Toro now. Yeah, so that one I love that one. Yeah, the flavor that comes yeah. off that, but. Yeah, those big boys, we sell tons of them. And, you know, Kristoff oh, has a good line of bigger size. Yeah, that's our best selling Kristania by far, I believe. Yeah, you guys do a good job with the larger ring gauge cigars. Um, a lot of companies, they make them just to have them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they put enough time into mm-hmm. the blend. But yours actually puts off a good flavor. Oh, we blend for that size. Yeah, I know. It, 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 uh, it's just not packed with filler. Yeah, it's, it's made it's to made. taste the way yeah. that it's supposed to. It, it's really good. Yeah. I don't smoke a lot of those that you get above about a 58 or 56. I don't. It's not my choice, but yeah. I'll smoke that one because it has a great flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we made everything in a Corona, yeah. they'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Samples would be running low all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, sorry, guys, I don't have anything to give you this week. <laughs> hey, you got any of those Coronas? No, nah, man. <laughs> oh, we were talking about the other that the other week, too, how the uh, when the Julius came out in that Corona size, that just – yeah, changed the, the game Caesar. for us. Have mm. you tried that in Corona? Mm. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. It's good. Yeah. You're going to have to get you one. I found it at uh, IPCPR at Casa Fuente. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I found out we could get it, I was like, send me as many as I can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. We started smoking through them. And, again, it was we smoked through, like, half a box before we actually put them out on the shelf because <laughs> mm-hmm. we didn't want anybody to know about them. Yeah. And, that's and that, you know, that's what we were talking about earlier, you know, how – the industry is kind of changing from yeah. know, bigger, fuller mm-hmm. cigars to, you know, more medium body Coronas yeah. and Lonsdales or whatever. Yeah. And I love them, man. I do too. Yeah. Course, yeah. I mean, that's my optimal size is yeah. Corona, Lonsdale, you know, Rothschild size. That's just, mm-hmm. that's right in my wheelhouse. What's well, interesting, when you first get into cigars, you usually are experimenting a little bit. So you buy somewhat smaller, like Robustos, mm-hmm. things like that. And then, like, once you find a few that you like, a lot of people uh, will go up in size because they feel like they're getting a better value for their money, right? Yeah. A longer smoke, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once you, like, really get into cigars and you really start, like, trying sizes and, and picking out flavor notes, most people go back to a smaller ring gauge. Not everybody. Yeah. But um, it's interesting that people do that. And I know that's kind of more of the traditional Cuban um, idea, right, with the smaller ring gauge stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, – it's just interesting that people do that. Well, for those photo yeah. ops, you got to have that big boy. You know, it just looks better. <laughs> right. Oh goodness! Yeah. <laughs> you got to have the big ten by one thirty. Yeah, that emperor. Oh yeah. So we, ha- I have one in my locker that somebody told us about. It was a, uh, it's a ninety by eleven. I was like, nah, I've never, I've never seen that. Is before. that bigger than that femur uh, Romocraft? No, that one's the. The ten by one thirty, I think. That's yeah. nuts, man. That's the biggest one on the market that I know of. Yeah, That's nuts. I mean, so I got that. I was like, I, I was like, no, nah, you're. I've never seen that before. Found online, it's like ten bucks a pop. 
pops on pot. Like, oh, about, like, about, like three of, about like three of them. They're still, That's I haven't, what I said. We haven't He's smoked like, them. oh, we got to smoke it sometime. I'm like, I don't want to smoke that thing. Like, it's sawdust inside <laughs> yeah. there. That can't be good. I mean, oh, oh, the, man, that thing would be perfect. Going camping, you know, need to start a fire. You smoke yes. it for three days. Yeah. Three day camping trip. No, 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 light your fire with <laughs> it. Start on Friday, leave on Sunday, still smoke it. Yeah. Has uh, enough sawdust yeah. in there. You little, light, light kindling. That. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even know how to. I mean, we don't have any. I would have to take it to my shop, cut it with my table saw, just, to, just punch it, just to cut the cap off. I mean, punch it you know, yeah. with your fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where's home base for you now? Um, I live in Dallas area. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas area. Yeah. Born and raised out there. Moved to Houston for about a year. Didn't you know? Went to school out there, and then yeah. came back. And I'm just a, I'm city boy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So. And it's perfect for my territory, too, you know, um, driving everywhere. You know, I'm pretty much in the middle. And then if I have to fly somewhere, you know, DFW is real easy to fly yeah. out of. So. Yeah, yeah. I've grown to really like Dallas now that I'm older, I guess. When I first went there 15 years ago and before map, like Google Maps was around, you had just the, <laughs> the MapQuest printout oh, thing. Oh, man. Or you like get a, the Atlas out. Yeah, I can't I find it. I hated that. When can't I was find anything. I was a kid. My dad'd be like, "Get that atlas out. Figure out where we are." <laughs> you're in the back. Gosh, seat. dad! You're in the back seat, like <laughs> yeah. sp- spread this way. Yeah, right. Motion sick. <laughs> oh see. man, I yeah. hated that. We had yeah. a problem when I was a kid. Every time we took a trip, we broke down. Every time we would be on the side of the road, and something would be wrong. Wow. And it just drove me nuts. And so, like, I'm real adamant now about making sure the car's running well before we leave. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It Where were y'all driving back then? Nuts. Oh, we had all kinds of stuff. So I've got uh, an older brother and an older sister. And uh, so my parents and all three of us in the back seat of a Honda Accord. What? Many times. <laughs> we took a ton of trips. Five of us crammed in that but thing. That, that one give y'all trouble? Uh, yeah, it had a couple of issues, but later. Yeah. Yeah. About back when it was getting close to 200000 Oh, it was probably over that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those things will run like five hundred thousand miles. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't run them into the ground. It's hard, man. If you take care of it, yeah, it take care of itself, you know. Yeah. So I just hit one hundred fifty thousand a couple months ago, and I'm, I believe I'm halfway there, you know. Yeah. So I did the timing belt and all that whenever it was time, and yeah, it hasn't given me any hiccups. Nice. It's never left me stranded, so it's been good. That's good. Yep. Yep. All right, so one of the things we always ask everybody who's on is, what is your most memorable cigar experience? Man, I probably have two. Um, I went out to Mexico City, and uh, my cousin, he was, uh, I think he was doing some kind of importation of cigars and stuff. And uh, he, that was the first time I ever, I walked into his house, and he had one of those humidor tables. The one that has yeah, like the yeah. four yeah. glass slots or yeah, whatever, glass, yeah. and uh, and I think just kind of blew my mind, right? I wasn't really, I wasn't, I was fourteen years old. I wasn't in cigars or anything. My, you know, my dad never smoked. My uncles never smoked. I had an uncle who smoked a pipe before, but nothing crazy. Uh, not, nobody really in cigars. So I walk into his house and you know I start asking him, you know, what's what's this? And just immediately got intrigued. So uh, he opened it up. Pulled one out, and then uh, Mexico City, some of these houses have rooftops, so went up to the rooftop and, and lit a cigar. I mean, that was my first, I think that was my first true cigar experience, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I'll never forget, I'll never forget that moment. Honestly, don't know what it was. He was doing a lot of Cuban trade stuff, yeah, so yeah. maybe it was Cuban, maybe it yeah. wasn't. 
Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was that was probably what really intrigued my mind and never you know let, never, never leaves my mind. Yeah. Um, and then when I did that job interview um, for Up and Smoke and, and Glenn was there, I immediately walked into the door and got a Christoph Christoph Maduro and uh, Modelo in a can. Nice. And I just <laughs> sat around and chat with them. And before I left, I had just bought one of those stinky ashtrays. Yeah. And uh, and while I was there, I had it. I actually had it in the car, and I was like, you know what? Let me start my little own little ritual. And I had Glenn sign it, and he was like my first signature. And nice. you know, since then I've had a few guys. Uh, yeah. You know, when I was more on the consumer side, uh, they were signing and stuff. So I still have that there. So that's, so uh, that's sign cool. the stinky. Sign the stinky. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And he was the first guy to do it. So and I took a picture and everything. I've got it on my Facebook somewhere, but. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's got to be probably the two most memorable. Yeah. Times, you know, and that's I mean, awesome. there's, there's been a lot of a lot of different ones too, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I could keep going on and on. So. Well, that's what we've always said. Like that's one of the only things that can actively change, you know, throughout your whole life. Yeah. You know, you know, I I don't have any kids, but if I have a kid, you know, I'll have a cigar, and that would bump up to the top of the list. Or, yeah. you know. You know, at my wedding just a couple well, last month. If you like the kid, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you know what's crazy for me is like everybody says, you know, baby's baby's baby comes and 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 you light up a cigar or whatever, dude. I didn't want to leave the room. Yeah. When that baby came, I did not want to leave the room. Yeah. I didn't want to leave. My, I didn't want to go downstairs to eat. I just want to hang out. Yeah. And just watch him sleep. That's awesome. And you know, once we left the hospital, same thing. which just full attention on baby, full attention on baby. That. I didn't smoke a cigar for like three or four days, man. Yeah. And I can't even remember what I smoked. So, I mean, it, I did buy a box of Year of the Pigs, uh, Davidoff's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, that's his, you know, he's, he's yeah. born Year of the Pigs. Um, I was trying to see how I could, you know, make it work on aging it and stuff. But I don't think a Davidoff in, in, in that range would, yeah. uh, you know, age as well as one of their yeah, heroes yeah. Or, or something. So, they're just sitting in the humidor now. I smoked one, but yeah. like I said, it. I don't even remember. It was just I was just so much in that trance with the oh, with the yeah. baby and stuff, man. And it's it's been an amazing feeling since. So, yeah, Brandon, uh, he did the same thing. He bought a box of cigars for the years his kids were born. Yeah, and uh, his plan was to keep them, and <laughs> yeah, they didn't make it. Yeah, they're, they're all gone. <laughs> but didn't, didn't he also get one for like the year he was born for his wedding? He got yeah. Uh, he he told the story on the podcast, but yeah, he bought a cigar that was from the year he was born. Yeah, and he oh, smoked wow. it on the day he got married or during his okay. honeymoon. Yeah, so he said it wasn't very good, but yeah. <laughs> you got to think about is. something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to think about something that old. You know, once a cigar gets to a certain point, it, it has to deteriorate. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm like sure. it's like wine; so, it hits its peak and then it starts coming back down. Yeah, yeah. you don't know what that is till you smoke it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like some of these guys that have these hundred-year-old cigars, and they just look all crusty. And it's like, yeah, they sold at an auction like one of Winston Churchill's cigars that he smoked like the smallest little bit of, like the nub left. Yeah, and and they (laughs) sold it for like seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow, it was unreal. Wow, I mean, it's just crazy. Put in a frame and verified, I guess. I mean, I don't think somebody's gonna relight it. No, you can't relight (laughs) it. (laughs) That'd be weird. Yeah, right. Push it up to your lips. <laughs> so you guys have any uh, any stuff going on right now with Kristoff? Any new stuff? I know Jared's um, been putting out a couple cigars. So, yeah. So we just released the uh, JT Signature Series. Yeah. Um, that is, we're doing kind of in-store in exclusives right now. Yeah. 
So in order to get it, we'll do a, a JT event, Jared Trudeau. Uh, we'll do a JT event in store, and then at that point in time, you become eligible to be a you know an exclusive retailer yeah, for it. Yeah. And then I'm not sure when or if he's going to make it available to a market just like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely would love to plan something out and do it out here in Arkansas. I mean, we're, yeah, we haven't done awesome. anything in Arkansas yet, so yeah, we'll have to plan that out. For sure. And then um, I just met with Glenn uh, a couple weeks ago, and he mentioned a new cigar blend that he was kind of working on. Yeah. It's a, a Burma Valley African wrapped uh, cigar. Ooh. So if it goes through, we'll see. If it does, yeah. you know, um, we'll uh, we'll keep you all posted. I mean, I don't know too much about it yet, but he said yeah. it was delicious. Yeah. So. Just teasing everybody. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's teasing, what you got to do. Me. Yeah. You gotta get it going and yeah. build up all the hype and then build release the, it. Build the hype up. Yeah, kind of like what we kind of like what we did with our new shop. Like it was like the world's worst kept secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was crazy. So we, I don't know. We've had what probably two months now. We've known about it, maybe longer than that. Yeah, probably ten weeks or more. And uh, Brandon had mentioned it to all of us, and then. Uh, a couple of people and and it just it kind of leaked out that we were looking and then it kind of got out that we had found a place and then you know we're just playing it off kind of waiting make sure everything's going through and then it they had started on the construction and somebody from the construction company mentioned that we were we had leased a building and oh wow man it just kept going further and further and further till finally we announced it and it's like yeah, we kind of already knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people didn't, but yeah, there's a lot of people that. Uh, yeah, like Friday when he actually told idea. everybody at our anniversary. I mean, there was like audible, like, "What? Really? What?" I'm like, yeah. all oh, right. So cool. there's like at least one person yeah. didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. talks to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to touch on the cigar? Again? Yeah. Yeah, let's touch back on it. Um, have you done a retro hail? I have. I just did one. Um, my palate's a little messed up right now, but I can actually taste all that on that retro. That it's, it's really nice. Like you get a lot of that, you know, that that roastiness coming off of, off that retro. Yeah, that real distinct coffee mm-hmm. espresso coffee mm-hmm. note yeah. Yeah. comes out when yeah, you retro. It's that, it's that super rich, just that dark. Like you can almost smell like when you're walking into a, a coffee house. Just that. Yeah. That aroma in the air, you get that with that retro. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's like when I walk into Guillermo's Coffee Shop next. That's next right. Door, <laughs> Dude, that's the coolest place ever. Isn't it? Yeah, we had him on the show. He was pretty yeah. early on. It was like ep- episode ep- five or episode, something. Yeah, episode oh, four sweet. or five or so. Yeah. So we're we're not coffee drinkers, So mm-hmm. and he brought coffee for us. And oh, what'd y'all think? It was good. It I was, enjoyed it yeah. while we were recording. I, it, yeah. it all it all has Once to deal. Once we stopped, change. <laughs> well, no, it all it all deals with like the pairing. Like I'll I'll drink yeah. coffee with a cigar. I'm not going to drink coffee in the morning, um, or like with my breakfast, or just drink coffee whenever. But yeah. with a cigar, it all has to play yeah. off yeah. each other. I mean, I I prefer like real girly coffee drinks. That's Go just, ahead and tell them what you drink. I drink like. 17 year old white girl coffee. Um, it's yeah. like cookies and cream. Cookies and cream stuff. Frappuccino. Mm, yeah. That's what I drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with him, we actually brought like. My just little sister like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> but like with him, he actually brought like the just the straight black coffee. Like how I how I say like my wife drinks it is like she's about to go work in the coal mine. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I had just taken a drink of beer. Yeah, man. So she likes uh, she likes strong coffee. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just like blacker than all the clothes I wear. It's just uh, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how people drink it that way. Like I do lattes and cappuccinos, stuff like that. Like I drank a ton of cappuccino while I was in uh, Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I do lattes and stuff while I'm here. Like I'll go over there and get it and come yeah. here and you know drink half of it and smoke a cigar before we open. Yeah. And uh, I I just can't do it just like coffee though. Yeah. But when we did the pairing, he picked a coffee that really complemented the cigar, and so it. It was really good. I actually enjoyed yeah. it. So, and I mean, coffee I'm sure is just like cigars, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah I, th- I think it was a. Uh, I can't remember what we had. It was a Brazilian. Yeah, coffee. yeah. So, mm. so we had the Herrera Esteli Brazilian. That's what mm. it was. Yeah, I think and he, so. And he got a Brazilian coffee, and it did. It worked. You know, get it from the same region. You're gonna already be, you know, ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I started. I started the same way. You know, I always had to have some creamer with it. I was never really the sugar guy, but put some creamer in there or the vanilla creamer and stuff like that. Yeah. And then just kind of slowly started putting less creamer and less creamer and less creamer. And same thing with my wife. You know, I was already drinking black coffee and she would always need some creamer or something. I was like, yeah, just drink it like that. Slowly she started just trying just black coffee now. You know, it's cool because we could just share coffee sometimes. You know? Yeah. It could be so. 20 degrees outside. I'm still getting iced coffee. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's yeah. iced coffee year round. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. Oh yeah, it's yeah. good. What is the uh, that cold brew stuff that that they just put out? Nitro. The nitro, yeah. yeah. I haven't had any of that. I haven't either. It's pretty good, man. Is it? It's real good. Yeah. It's just like silky. It's it's weird. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. It makes sense though. Yeah, it's. It's like with nitro beer, you know. Yeah, I mean you have that nice velvety texture. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean that's yeah. A, I mean that's one of the best things about you know Guinness is just that mouthfeel. For sure. Ooh. <laughs> the mouthfeel. <laughs> Getting fancy. <laughs> yeah, that should oh, be a man. that should be a nice description for our next cigar. There you go. Get the <laughs> ultimate mouthfeel. <laughs> you gotta use the word spectacular in it somewhere. That's oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> Get the most spectacular. I don't know. My English is not very good looking. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, back on the cigar. Yeah. Let's, let's get back to that. Um, what we do best is get off track. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about the uh, the Connecticut Broadleaf. So USA Connecticut Broadleaf. Yes, sir. Can you tell us a little more? Okay. Um, USA Connecticut Broadleaf. So you don't see that very often. Yeah. Um, but the the companies that have done it well do a good job with it. Yeah. I mean, it's a great um, tobacco as long as you blend it right. You know. Yeah. It's. Uh, it has a great flavor. I think I think it's one of my favorite wrappers. It's Connecticut yeah. Broadleaf, and then any any time you get a really good USA Connecticut Broadleaf, it's it's even better. Yeah, it's America. That's right, America. <laughs> yeah, Eagles all the way. Yeah, man. And we also blend it um, with a little AJ Fernandez Lajero in there. Yeah, just to kind of open it up, yeah. bring some of those notes out. So that's uh, like I said, the complexity in the cigar here is is it's outstanding. But yeah, I mean, you that that cocoa note is very distinct um, on my on the palate. Yeah. Um, the graham cracker notes a little more in the background, but you do pick mm-hmm. it up. And then the the espresso, 
and kind of that roasted uh, coffee. Note, yeah, yeah, roasted coffee note mm-hmm. is very evident, yeah. especially with the retro hail. Yeah, um, and I believe Glenn. I, really like. I believe Glenn wanted to do something different. Yeah, um, it whenever, is different. Whenever he released this from yeah. from the rest of the line, um, and he did, man. Like I said, it's a it's a really enjoyable. If you see it out there, grab it, try it, smoke it. I hope you enjoy it because uh, it's been it's been doing really well for us this, this past year. Yeah. So yeah. well, and, if, and definitely you know get get a paper, get your coffee in the morning, and try this one first. And like like we were saying, it's nobody reads the paper anymore, Aaron. What are well, you talking about? There's still some open old school. Get your paper. You gotta you gotta open up to the funnies, and you gotta you gotta no. see what Garfield's doing, what nobody antics he's up to. I mean, the sports section or whatever. <laughs> Fine. Whip out your iPad. There you go. And uh, and get your coffee in the morning. And then, like we're saying, this isn't too strong for yeah to oh, begin yeah. with. No. Yeah. And this this is a good one. And with the pairing, like with all the flavors and notes that you're getting off of it, it would, it would definitely go well with whatever you're drinking. Yeah. And that's another thing now with the industry. You know, like before it was like, oh, I have to have something mild in the morning. You know. Yeah. yeah. Man, you see so many people, you know, smoking a Maduro in the morning with some coffee, man. Yeah. Like, just really good cigars out right now. You know, before it was just maybe like, you know, same tones. I mean, I was, my palate wasn't, my palate still isn't, you know, something that a master blender would have. But, right. You know, before it was like, oh, okay, it tastes like good tobacco, I guess, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, myself, I mean, I started smoking a lot of medium full cigars. I don't know if it was just kind of like, hey, I'm, you know, that macho guy with the dark cigar or whatever. But now I just find myself smoking a lot of uh, medium blends. Um, or Christoph Connecticut. I'm not a Connecticut guy, and I didn't mm-hmm. think. Oh, well, I didn't think I was a Connecticut guy, but I love our Connecticut. Well, because I'm it doesn't. percent with you. Yeah, it doesn't smoke like a Connecticut. No. It, 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 if you yeah. want a little bit of bite to it, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a really yeah. good one. Yeah, it's one of the most good complex flavor. and flavorful Connecticuts on the market. Oh man, we sell that to people all the time that kind of mm-hmm. want to start their move up in, yeah. in flavor oh. and strength. Um, that's the first cigar I recommend because it. I mean, it's so flavorful. Mm-hmm. It has just a little bit more body to it. It's, it, but it's still very smooth oh, at the same man. time. That Corona? Yeah. That Connecticut Corona. I, I, I pretty much start my day every morning with that. <laughs> I, I go by. My, I'll probably I, do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I spent 20 minutes looking for paper. That paper you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to buy that thing anymore. I have no clue. <laughs> the The paper here in Little Rock, they don't do, they only do. They only do Sunday edition. Sunday papers. Oh, God. They don't do wow. uh, weekday paper anymore. Well, it's all digital. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Kind of crazy, yeah. The the print media is just fading absolutely so quickly, mm-hmm. and that's something as a company that we you know we kind of our budget is not there for print media anymore. Yeah, because I mean, how many people do you actually see walking in a cigar shop reading the magazine? Yeah, they're stuck on their phone or iPad. You yeah, know? yeah. No, it's so. it's a it's a dying, it's a it's a dying art form. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know if I, I guess it, I guess it'd be it's an art. art. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I used to write for a newspaper. I mean, I could have. Until it went digital, I wrote for the newspaper digitally for a while too. Yeah, but what did you write for the paper? Uh, sports section covered. Okay. I covered soccer. You didn't know about this? No. Yeah. Dude, everybody knew that. <laughs> Nobody I mean, talks to this guy either. I mean, yeah, we talked to me either. No, I'm, I'm like worldly published. Not only not only is my voice out there, but my writing. Wow. Worldwide in Bryant, Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna add a Nobel Peace Prize yeah. segment to this. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I did that for like two years. Mainly covered soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So who's your team? Uh, my MLS team is Sporting KC. My MLS, what's that? Yeah, my Premier League team is uh, United. Okay. Yep. Nice. But what's your team? Well, FC Dallas at home. 
Yeah. And uh, man, uh, you might you might hate me for this, but I'm a, I'm a Ronaldo fan, so you know. Yeah, I mean, he got us a couple trophies. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Real Madrid was you yeah. know by far one of my favorite teams, but now I'm following him through Juve, but yeah. it's good. But I also watch a lot of Mexican soccer because my dad would always just be watching Mexican soccer too. Yeah. So yeah. well, with with uh, the World Cup coming here in what six years, yeah. Like my goal is I don't care who's playing there, but I I want to go to Aztec Stadium, just oh, yeah. just to say oh, I went yeah. to Aztec. I mm. mean that is that is the premier stadium in the. You know, Where is this at? I don't know nothing about Mexico soccer. City. Okay, it is. It's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, stadium. Yeah, used to be in one. continental South. America, North yeah. America, it's just the biggest. They used to be on the top five for the biggest stadiums in the world. Yeah. Wow. It's twice yeah. the elevation of, of Denver. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, when the Chiefs play the Chargers in, like, a month or whatever, that's, that's, where, they're that's where they're playing. You yeah. remember they tried to do a game there last year? I do, But yeah. apparently the turf conditions weren't. Yeah. Or the yeah they, did like, they did, like, a concert there, like, the weekend before yeah. and just yeah. ruined it. Ruined yeah. it. But it's a huge, huge stadium. But it, that's where – I don't care who's playing there during World Cup. But I want to see. Yeah. I just want to see a game there. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, but I, I've, I've have watched you been it. to any World Cups? I haven't been to any World Cups. No. no, my brother just went to Russia. Really? He said it was like, you know, one of the best things he's ever done in his life. Oh, I, yeah, pretty cool. I, I want to. I want to. I don't. I, I. I definitely won't get to the next one. Yeah, I can't wait, man. After he told me that, you know, I. I got a family, so I, you know, just kind of out of the picture, dropping three or four grand, you know, yeah. just to go out there, but. Um. Yeah, when they come out here, my son he he, he plays soccer select club, um, so you know he's into it. We love it, so we, we definitely gotta make some memories there, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll link up at one of them. Hey, I'm all about that. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys were in Houston for the. Yeah, so me and a couple of regulars, we went to Energy uh, Stadium in Houston mm-hmm. two years ago for the first time that United and uh, City played each other in the derby. Yeah. Outside of yeah yeah the UK, which was ridiculous. Oh, I've, yeah. I've never seen that many United fans, you know, at, in one place. Yeah. And then just hearing 60,000 fans, you know, sing and chant the songs, all the songs I know, yeah. it just, I mean, it, it made me choke up. It was, it yeah, was, man. It was like a religious Big experience cry, just baby. seeing that. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. You're Christ. Religious experience? It was. Come on. Seeing 60,000 people Sing and chant "Glory, Glory" was <laughs> you're a little, ridiculous. You're exaggerating a little no, bit there. You, I mean, you, you know you, how you, die hard yeah. you know soccer is. Any, you know, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, but come just, on. No, I'm, I, I would. I can see you tearing up because you're a crybaby. But a bet, religious I experience. Bet. Come on, man. He would feel the same going to Tour de France and yeah. you know, watching those guys in their time. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, like, oh, look, look at the bulges. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh goodness! I mean, man, if we could get MLS soccer to get at least anything close yeah. to that point, yeah. I mean, there's some clubs now though that you know their team fans are they're getting there. Yeah, you know? I mean, so. Atlanta United. I mean, they've been in existence for three years, already won. Yeah, you know, yeah. the the cup. They get. But, 80, but I'm talking about the there. true fan base. Oh you know? yeah, that really makes a team. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's you know, so, there's select few MLS clubs that have that craziness like. Uh, Sporting, Atlanta, oh, Seattle, um, I think. Seattle, yeah. Portland. Yeah, I mean, LA is now getting that oh, way. Dude, yeah, LA's getting going nuts huge. over there. Well, they LAFC. hate the football teams, so because the Chargers don't belong in LA. Well, no, they were talking about it this week on Sports Center about how embarrassed they were because there were more uh, the Steelers fans. 
Yeah, there were more I, Steelers I, I, fans than there were Steelers fans travel everywhere, but there's also Steelers fans well, it's everywhere. It's not the only time it's happened this year. There's well, no. two teams there, and they don't show up for the games. Well, yeah, because, I mean, L.A. is not They're all market. going to the soccer games. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to me, the Real Raider... football, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rolled my eyes. You couldn't see well, that. Well, it's right? like, the, I mean, <laughs> if the Raiders were in L.A., I think they would do better than the Rams Typical or Chargers biker. by far. <laughs> <laughs> no, not bike, bicyclist. Oh, bicyclist. Yeah. Cyclist, boys. Oh, <laughs> get it right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, speaking man. of, man, how's that journey going? You know, I haven't been riding much. I've been so busy. Um, I did that 100-mile ride in June, yeah. and uh, I've kind of laid off of it. Um, i got to get back on it, though. Congrats on that, though, man. Met Thanks. Your, I appreciate that. Yeah, you, met, you met your quota for the year <laughs> on man, miles. you ain't kidding, dude. It was... Uh, it was. I mean, you hit the pavement hard for a while, right? Yeah, I did. It was. Uh, it was tough to finish that one. Did you put that sticker on the back of your truck? No. You got to do that. No, you got to no, at least do that. do that. I'll put the zero point zero on the back of mine. You put yours. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no. It. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was something I set out to accomplish and 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 finish, and I, and I did. Um, it wasn't a crazy impressive time, but that wasn't the goal. It was just to get it done. Right. Complete. Yeah. So. Did um, you see that the new record for? Fastest marathon just happened. No, yeah, that's wild. Sub two hours. Like what? Hour fifty nine. Hour fifty nine. Twenty six miles hour in less 59. than two hours. It was uh, it was like one fifty nine point four nine. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Who was it? Mo Farah. That's the big marathon guy. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was somebody from I think it was Nigeria or somewhere. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of the. That's what he does. He, yeah. Dude, he runs he, marathons. And he finished and... He and he was, looked fine. He was jumping around. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean... Pfft. Well, you're probably running on adrenaline at that point. When you see that time, you're like, I did it, right? I've hit the pinnacle. Yeah. This is it. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Now he has to try to get, like, sub 158. No. Just, I think at that point, you just hang it up and be like, I'm, yeah, the, like, man. I'm the man. Like yeah. him. Yeah, hang out. <laughs> I, I come 100 miles, I'm done. <laughs> But the, well, they have they have to well they have to clarify it as like an unofficial world record, because the original marathon how it's got its name they don't know how fast how how long it actually ran. Yeah. Oh man, so, that sucks. Because you know how it well, it's still a world record. I don't think it's unofficial. It'd be a world record because that's what they have the time for, right? Anyway, yeah. I did the hundred mile ride. I'm probably gonna do another one next year, um, and try to do a sub five hour ride, which is kind of the benchmark for most people they mm-hmm. try to do one and then do the sub five at some point okay so i may do that i was looking at doing a marathon or not a marathon a uh, triathlon wow yeah um it's just a short one though it's not like a iron, iron man, man or something. anything yeah. yeah it's just a short sprint but uh i think i'm gonna focus more on the cycling and try to go that route so we'll see yeah. what happens sub five is tough you're doing 20 mile an hour for 100 miles um, it's a tough speed to hold on to. So oh, yeah, when I, mean, I did it, it's not just flat. Yeah, no. When I did it, um, I was with a group that that finished um, in like five hours and thirty minutes, right? So it was almost a sub five group, anyways. But we didn't take our first rest stop till like mile fifty seven, and uh, I stopped at the rest stop. I refilled my water bottles, and then I started drinking out of my water bottle instead of putting it back on my bike and drinking out of a cup. And so the so group got up water. and was ready to go, and I had to refill my water bottle because I drank it all. I'm like, gosh. like, So I tried to refill it real quick. I got left behind. I tried to catch up, and I got within a couple hundred yards, and, and I was just gassed. I had nothing left. Yeah. So What would you, you get? Sub six? Uh, total moving time was just under six hours, yeah. Yeah. 
do you, I mean, do you know where you can find an hour? Like if you were, if you could replay, yeah, if that I could stay with that group, um, I, I could easily finish with momentum. Them. Yeah. I mean, they, it, it's so much easier when you're with a group to, to draft off of people. I mean, I, we got to mile 57 and I felt great. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I'd only ridden 20 miles. Wow, 57, man. I felt phenomenal. Um, did you feel spectacular? Nah, I probably wouldn't say spectacular. <laughs> Did it taste uh, good in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> it felt good. Mouth feel. Mouth feel. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, but yeah, once you get out of that group and they're doing 21, 22 mile an hour, and you, you have to do 23 to 25 to catch them, yeah. it's really tough speed oh, yeah. to hold. And you're hitting that wall of air. Yeah, and you're starting to hit, you know, you're hitting your, uh, your energy levels, getting yeah. low, you're hungry. Um, so you're trying to eat while you're riding. Um, there's a lot that goes into that. So if you can stay with a group and draft, um, it's so much easier. It, it's even one person in front of you, they say, is about a 30% uh, energy saving Wow. when you're riding. If you can have one person in front of you. Wow. So you just so. want to get the biggest guy in front of you. Well, as long as he's keeping speed. Yeah. So, so with that <laughs> being said, if you're in a group, do you all agree to rotate that front guy? Depends on the group. Um, so most groups, yes. Uh, most groups ride two people wide and then they just kind of drop off the front and move to the back and then you slowly work your way back up to the front. Right. So mm-hmm. it gives you time to rest. Yeah. Um, with that group specifically, no, um, there were three or four guys at the front that just decided right, they were going to do it. Um, and so everybody just kind of jumped on with them and they didn't ask for anybody to rotate in or, or take any of the lead. So, um, they so just kind of rolled with it. So and we then they should them. get the hundred, hundred plus sticker, is that they <laughs> broke, broke through the air for everybody. <laughs> I mean that's only fair, right? Well, it so when you, when they set these big rides up, what they do is they have somebody that's kind of the the pace person for the group, right? So like the sub five group, they have a person that is the designated sub five rider, right? It's somebody mm-hmm. that's done it multiple times. They know they can hold it they know kind of what the speed is that they need to hold in different parts of the course so they're the person you either follow along with or you try to go ahead of or whatever right no and then so in that group it wasn't a sub five group but it was a hundred mile group and so it's it's kind of like you know this is the pace group for that that group right Mm -hmm. it's not a sub five but it they'll they'll finish quicker than if you go and do it on your own yeah so it, they do the same thing with marathons. They have uh, like pace people. So this guy's at a at a you know three hour pace. This guy's at three and a half. This guy's at four, and they'll have people that like hold a sign that say four hour marker, right? Okay. And so you run with that person, or if you're trying to beat that mark, then you know you have to stay ahead of that marker. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, what's the realistic fastest time? Sub four, sub three and a half. Uh, well, if you look at like the pros, it, it, it depends on the course, right? I mean, so, Arkansas is pretty flat. Yeah. Parts of it aren't. You get to the east side of the state, it's really flat. You get to the west side of the state. It's I'm very saying mountainous. like the hundred mile, the hundred mile. The run. one we did was fairly flat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what the best finish was. I, I would assume, yeah, it's somewhere in like four, four and a half, okay. something like that, which is booking it. Yeah. Wow. I would be I would be surprised if someone finished in four hours. Was it like twenty three and a half miles an hour at least average? Well, you'd have to calculate it. I don't yeah. know what it comes out to, but 
mean, no, it'd be tw- over 25 mile an hour at four hours. You'd have to do 25 mile an hour average to finish in four hours. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you're saying four and a half, so yeah, twenty three and a half. Twenty five would be tough to hold yeah. for the a standard rider. You get no. to the pro level, they can do that all day, but they're doing mountains right oh, yeah. most of the time. So, um, you know, you get a group of one hundred and fifty riders at a pro race, and and you know they're they're gonna just fly. They'll cover 100 miles pretty quickly. So that's why they usually have some sort of elevation change yeah. at, a, at a pro event. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. We'll keep it up. Yeah, i got to get back on the bike, man. Yeah. I've got a I've got a cool program I can do in the wintertime that keeps me riding. So I just got to get back on it. Yeah. I've just been lazy. Yep. So this is how we close every show. Okay. We're going to play a game called Million Dollars Butt. Okay. So we're going to ask you a question. And you have to decide if you would take the money and endure whatever it says Mm -hmm. or if you don't take the money because it's not worth it to your life. So like this one, from here on out, forever, till you die. Okay. Million dollars. Whenever you hear an ice cream truck, you must pick a fight with a child and lose. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I heard an ice cream truck. Oh, I heard one the other day at my, my son's soccer game. He was like at a church that they're doing an event. Oh, my God. So man. then you'd have so to pick annoying. a fight with all the kids. Not all of them. One of them. <laughs> the, the smallest And you one. have to lose. And you have to lose. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather lose and go to jail. Yeah, I'll do it. Million you, dollars. you would take the million dollars? I mean, how? how yeah, I mean, how, I'm not going to get too violent with the kid. I mean, what, what I have to do? <laughs> I'll get violent with his dad when he tries to run up. <laughs> Lose to the kid, but you beat his dad up. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> can't beat can't beat a little kid up. Uh, man, I don't know. I haven't heard an ice cream truck in a long time. I don't live in an area with a lot of kids. I think so. That's part of it. Um, Is there ice cream trucks in Arkansas? Yeah, okay. yeah. I just don't live in it. We don't have a lot of kids I'm in my neighborhoods. Yeah. It's mostly older people, which is great for me because my neighbors come outside. Never come outside, so it's yeah. like I live by myself. You know. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't get the. I don't. I don't see the neighborhood ice cream trucks anymore. I don't. I don't know if that's still... Yeah, you know, they, they probably don't run as often because of all the the issues with, uh, like, kidnapping and stuff like yeah. that. So people probably just don't trust them as often. Yeah. But you don't see ice cream trucks like you used to. No. Uh, like, I see them more on, like, job sites. I mean, like, when we're huh. doing construction and... Yeah, well, like, at the soccer games and yeah. stuff, too. You know, they come up and, you know, that's a goal of mine there. Yeah. Everybody wants to... Well, I'm, I'm definitely taking the money. I would probably take it just because I don't see ice cream trucks. Yeah. Like, and so we've had this discussion in the past, like with certain things. Yeah. I've always told Aaron, like, you probably don't notice them as often as you would because it doesn't have an impact on your life. Mm-hmm. But with an ice cream truck, you notice because of the distinct music, right? Oh, absolutely. So I feel like I would notice that yeah. if I was seeing those often. And that, and that music you know, hello, makes you just want to beat somebody <laughs> up anyway. So why don't you just pick a fight with the pick little kid, with the kid. Get your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a million dollars in the bank account. I'd probably take that. Yeah. Well, it's like I, I saw a picture. It was from, uh, like, a Always Sunny. And it said, if uh, if all these video games are making kids violent, why do I keep beating them still? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give, give me that money. I can I can handle that. Because I've probably seen one fire truck this, this year. Or fire truck. Ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream truck. That's a that's a special ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, no, I mean, this this has been the first ice cream truck I've heard or seen in yeah. I don't know how long. Do so. another one. Uh-oh. Let's do another one. Oh. We're going to do a, a bonus question. A bonus Since one. Guillermo's here. So round two, we'll do million dollars. Every time you get angry, mm-hmm. your keys teleport to a different location in your house. Oh, no. <laughs> that means you just get, you just constantly be getting angrier. So... The time I get the most angry is when I'm driving, right? Because yeah. other stupid motorists. So how would that work if I'm in the car, driving the car, and the keys teleport? Would the car just shut off? <laughs> I would be absolutely furious. Your, your wife's keys teleport, and then she's angry at you. Like, Where are my keys? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily I know how to hotwire my car, so <laughs> I was born with that trait. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably... I'd, I wouldn't take that money. I don't think I would take that one either. I'll I get be. mad... I, I mean, I don't get mad too often, but I guess it would depend on like what level of mad, right? Well, I mean, or you could just get a really small house where... So you get the million dollars, you just don't buy a big house. Still, though, get even you, in a small house, there's a lot of little hidey places. Get, get what, what, what if you're at the cigar shop? Yeah. And you get mad at your soccer team, yeah. and then you don't know where your damn keys are Or my are cigar at. cracked, right? Yeah. And you can't go home. You got to yeah, find man, the keys I, first. I mean, I depend on my car for work. Yeah. I got a family. No, nah, yeah. I ain't worth yeah. it. I don't yeah. think that one's worth it either. Yeah, give, give me the money on the first one. I don't, yeah, I don't want to take the second one. No. Because that, was, that, was, that gets aggravating. It's too tough. Yeah. All right, so we had one yes, one no. We got to do a third one for oh, the tiebreaker. The, the tiebreaker. Okay. We don't normally do this, but <laughs> we're just rolling them out. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, these are the literally the first two cards I pulled. Whenever million dollars, whenever you accidentally fall asleep, mm-hmm. you have to take two shots of horse urine. What? Oh, fuck. Horse urine. Am I allowed to say fuck on this? <laughs> yeah, you say whatever the you want. Fuck? <laughs> That's what it says. There's no chance I'm taking that. <laughs> Not a chance I'm when, taking but that. But when do you accidentally fall asleep? When you're in bed, you know you're going to bed. You never. Man, been I like, see people falling asleep at cigar shop. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, but when was been like watching TV and and doze off, like you know, laying in the chair watching golf on Sunday. You no, I'm up here. Working on Sunday, so I don't have to worry about that. So you never accidentally fall asleep? Like, I've never fallen asleep in a movie theater. But at home, when you're sitting in your recliner watching TV or something. I don't have a recliner. Man, I'm, not, just I'm like, not 70. You're just like horse peepee, huh? <laughs> 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 that's, that's, Aaron's like, give it to me, boys. <laughs> that's, that's my deep dark secret. <laughs> horse urine. <sighs> that's know, how he grows that big beard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to, I might roll the dice on that one. God, because I don't think I've that is so gross. When I don't, because I don't accidentally fall asleep anywhere. I fall asleep when I'm in bed. It would happen to you once, and you would forever regret that you took that money. <laughs> Two shots. You might like the first shot. The second one no. sends you over. It's urine. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> as long as it's not coming straight from the source, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, come here, horse. <laughs> Whip it out, buddy. Oh, it's already out. I'm cutting that part out. (laughs) (laughs) Staying now. There's no way I would take that money. PP boy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Off that nickname alone, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't fall asleep accidentally anywhere. Oh, man. 
You yeah. don't think you ever do it at home? I don't. I don't we were going to have to ask Mo because I bet you fall asleep on the couch. She says, she's like, when we're watching TV, she's like, are you snoring? I'm like, no, I'm just breathing. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you need to get on that bike. <laughs> I was going to say, was that your first, your first clue that you needed to start losing weight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's line, he'd be watching TV and his eyes would be closed. He'd be like, Dad, are you asleep? He's like, no, I'm checking for holes in my eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I, don't, I don't get a lot of sleep, so like, I, when it's time for me to sleep, I'm going to go to sleep. Because I have a routine. But you never just doze off somewhere? Not really. On That's one couch. of my favorite things, man. Sitting watching golf or football. Sitting in the recliner. Just kind of doze off. Well, I, you know, I've been doing that a lot lately with with my son. I mean, we've been yeah, sleeping baby, good. Yeah. He sleeps great, man. But you know, when when after he has his feeding or whatever, just kind of rocking him to sleep and just kind of hold him for a little bit. Yeah, I'll start dozing off. So I'll have gallons of pee pee in in my <laughs> fridge if it, if it came to that. <laughs> so with that, nope, pass. Yeah, I will, I will I, say I'm like the the, the closest time that I almost fell asleep was when we did that train ride. You know, a couple weeks ago, just because you get that. The motion, that motion, and locking feeling going yeah. through the mountains and everything—it was nice. But huh. I didn't fall asleep, but I could definitely see myself falling asleep. What about like on a long plane, plane ride? I can't sleep on planes. Yeah, I mean, like when we fly, we fly to Vegas and the Bay Area. That's not a, a long. Come on, that's the I'm longest. Like a long flight. Well, I've never been on a long flight. This is the longest flight I've been on, other than this when guy I travels the world. That's other than when I lived in a whole, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, other when I lived in Hawaii, but I was stuck in the middle row, so I couldn't. That's a long flight. I couldn't fall asleep anywhere, so because I, I don't want to. I don't want the fear of my head like resting on somebody's shoulder that I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm not taking that money. Yeah, I won't take that one either. So, so two, two, two no's. Two, no, two no's across the board. And, and one yes and across the board. One yes across the board. Yeah, cheers to being little babies up for a uh, <laughs> <for> million dollars. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, Guillermo, we appreciate you coming, buddy. And it was a pleasure, man. I know yeah. we've been talking about this for so long. We have, yeah. I'm glad it, was, it finally uh, came yeah, together. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Uh, we want to say thanks again to Stone's Throw for the beer. Yeah, delicious. Um, this Vienna Lager is one of my favorites. Yep, and you can get it from Stiff Station or Mac Park. Yep, either this location. is one of their year-round year releases, yeah, they, so you can get it at any time. Yeah, they have it all the time. Um, also, if you go to Mac Park, you know, stop by here first, grab a cigar, and then go out there and get a couple pints. Grab a Kristoff. Yeah, there yeah, you grab go. Grab a Kristoff, go over there, and uh, just hang chill out, out and on hang on out. Beer yeah. garden. Yeah. Smoke a cigar and drink some beer. Yeah. 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 Well, we paired it, paired it nicely with the Vengeance. So that's right. If you like something a little bolder, that's that's the one. If you like yes, something sir. more medium, the Sumatra, or something a little milder, do the Connecticut. There you go. Yeah, just come in, talk to us, and we'll get you going. Man, that growler's gone. We, we we finished off that growler. Yeah, it didn't take long around here. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button um, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Um, we are on all the major sites, so um, if you're looking for a new place to listen to it, find it uh, on our website, westendcigar.com. Um, you can pick it up on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify, all of them. So make sure you hit us up on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we love interacting with you guys. We've had a great time doing it. So and More trades. We like trades. Bring them our way. Yep. We will talk to you guys next week. Later. Later.